time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone, bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back, Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got co-host Bryant Falconer in the studio. How you doing today, Bryant? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Doing good. Awesome, man. So uh, this is our anniversary episode. Hey, one year, one year, one, one year. One year. Yes, I mean, sir. and it's really kind of cool because it's been a hell of a journey. <laughs> I mean, if you go back to the beginning, Ooh. I mean, it was the audio was rough, Ooh. The uh, but the content was good because it was at the train car. Uh-huh. It was with... Uh, uh, Brent and Camilla and uh, their story on how they got started and so it was great because it was a relatively new cigar shop mm-hmm. so it was our beginning and we got to talk about their beginning yeah. and that's that's the beauty of it man it, it was allowing you to embark on your journey with some great content like you said yeah I go back and I, I love that show even though the audio is pretty bad <laughs> but uh you live it, and you learn yeah exactly and we've learned a lot oh yeah wow thanks we've to the Patreons thanks to the Patreons yeah thank you all the Patreons for yeah. helping us upgrade our equipment yes. but we've also learned a lot about what it takes to put together a good show tell the truth you know when we first started we kind of shot from the hip <laughs> and it just kind of went where Wherever we were, you know, uh-huh. who knows? We, we, were, we got lost a lot. It sounded like we usually were in here in the shed. You're right. Start on one concept, and then we wind up somewhere we in left field. And you're like, okay, we got to come back. We got to come back. <laughs> and we still go on a few rabbit trails. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But so anyway, coming up this episode, we're going to be doing our regular pick six. We'll be doing my three and Bryant's three. And then we'll have the interview with Cigar Vixen. And uh, we just want to say thank you to her for coming on the show. Found out some interesting information about her. And so you guys make sure you stick around after the break to hear that. And then when we come back from the interview, we'll be doing our weekly giveaway. We've got a great prize this week. So stick around and find out if you're the winner. And also, let's talk about McAuliffe right quick. Man, if you guys haven't had the opportunity, we had a full McAuliffe episode mm-hmm. and it was centered around PredX. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't know what the FDA is doing in May of 2020 with the cigar manufacturers and the predicates that are required, you're definitely going to want to check that episode out. And also, I got to interview Al McAuliffe, Dan Thompson, Amanda McAuliffe, and then uh, their uh, specialist on marketing Sam, what's Sam's last name? Oh, you got me. I just know you talked to the Mount Rushmore or McCallum. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> got to talk to the whole family. The only yeah. one we're missing is Steve, and I'm going to try to hook up with him mm-hmm. probably in late January okay. or February. Okay, okay. So anyway, we want to say thank you to the McAuliffe uh, family for sponsoring our show. We're big fans of their yes. cigars. As you know, I'm smoking one. What are you smoking? Hey, man, I'm smoking a, a Laguerre right now. Yeah, you're smoking that big. Ooh. What is that? Is that a six or a seven? Six. I think it was. I don't know. I think that was like a seven inch. Uh, 
It was big. It was huge. And it. I've been smoking an hour, and I still got an hour left. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like a six. I want to say that's a seven by 60. Mm-hmm. And you're only barely halfway, halfway. done. Yeah. 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 You just got a good hour left yeah. on that. Tell the truth. <laughs> so, anyway, we want to say thank you to the McCalla for sponsoring us. They make great cigars. They have a great team. Uh, it was a pleasure visiting with that whole team last week. So, if you haven't heard episode 56, go by and check that yes, out. Yes, sir. Uh, also, while we're talking about different people that we always want to remind people about, mm-hmm. let's talk about Cigar Rights for America. 100%. This is the time that you need to join if you're not already a member. Yeah, you just you you alluded to it in the beginning, uh, May 2020. There are things that are going to be put in place, and your rights are under attack. Yes, absolutely. And first of all, I'm not sure if you're even aware of this, the FDA regulation was actually scheduled for 21 and, and they, they it up? moved it up a year. So I mean that shows you right there that with one switch right of the pen, yeah. it's bam. It's the power of the pen. Yeah. This this is serious, man. This is really serious. It really is. So I mean yeah. if if I, I just don't know how to tell people that I'm I couldn't be more sincere when I say you need to join Cigar Rights yes, of sir. America because yes, without them, I mean Unless you're, you know, like I've said, if you smoke one cigar a month, one cigar every three months, I get it. It's not your culture. It's not your lifestyle. But if this is the community that you're a part of, stand up, take a part in the fight against them taking away our rights. Talk to me. I went to the VA and I talked to one of the counselors and I told her that I go to a cigar shop and it's my uh, my wind down time. And you know what she told me? What? Keep going. Nice. Keep going. She said, you need that. That's that's how important this, this thing is to me. Absolutely. To me. Yeah, so. I agree. And then also, we want to talk about Cigars for Warriors for a minute. That yes, is sir. our go-to charity. Yes, sir. Uh, those guys are an incredible charity. And the thing about it is, those guys don't take a dime. Mm-mm. They all volunteer. And we made the announcement two weeks ago that Hiram Solomon was pairing up with Cigars for Warriors. They put up a special website that offers you the opportunity to buy boxes at below wholesale price that go straight to Cigars for Warriors. Yes. So hats off to the business and the charity for working mm-hmm. something out together to take care of our men and women yeah, of the force. It's coming together to look out for those that take that take care of you. And yeah. that's what it's about. Absolutely. And the beauty of it is dealing with a stick. It's a cigar that brought them together. Come on, man. <laughs> well, you know, it's just a great organization. Oh, yes. Hats off to Hiram Solomon for partnering up with them to do oh, that. Definitely. And we just want to say thank you to both of them. So let's get to... The pick six this week. Yes, sir. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. And I don't think we've picked any of the same cigars I this week. No, we didn't. Because any. I know I went way around from what you did. Don't be looking over there at the board. Don't no, I'm be coughing. Looking. Okay. I had to call. Uh, my number one this week was a gift, uh, the Ezra Zion Ugly Christmas Sweater 2019. This, wow, I never w- even heard of that. Bruh. I put it up on my uh, Instagram. This was a roller coaster ride. When I say they pack this stick with every spice, every every taste, it, you have an opportunity to go on a ride and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want it to be over. I got hit with the cinnamon immediately, then nutmeg, peppers, chocolates, and it just kept going, leather, cedar. I was like, man, I 
the entire stick was flavorful throughout. And the retro hit, every retro hill, I hit that sentiment again. I was like, oh my God, here it is, here and it is. And what's the name of that stick? Ezra Zion, Ugly Christmas Sweater for 2019. Where did you get that? You know, I got it from Shuby. Who? Shuby. He comes up there. Shuby? Yeah. Matthew. Shuby Doo? No, not Shuby Doo. <laughs> he's, he's on uh, Instagram also, uh, Abilene Tech. He goes around to the restaurants. Oh, okay. Yeah. You talking about the Abilene Explorer? Yes. Oh, okay. I was talking yeah. to him earlier this week, and yeah, so I've met those guys mm. from Ezra, a- and they make some good quality uh, sticks. They really do. Last week, you remember I was talking about the, uh, the uh, pecan pie that I got from him, and I tried. <sighs> Where was that from? Uh, Ezra Zion. I did not know that. Yes. So you know that's a Texas company. Yes, he okay. told me. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I, I, I have to order some. I don't know exactly where they're located, but they're somewhere between Wichita Falls and Fort Worth. I am going to we talk. We need to go up there. You got to. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to Jay, too. We need these in the, in the leap. I'm telling you, man, this, this is this is a, a enjoyable ro- roller coaster yeah, ride, man. Yeah, I was really impressed. I got to meet those guys, I think, like in March. Okay. And we actually was in Fort Worth together, and I got to hang out with the two owners, and they gave me a few sticks, and I was blown away. And I haven't seen them in shops mm-hmm. anywhere, but mm-hmm. I'm always looking because it is a good stick. It is. Now, you will be upset about the the wrap, I mean, the uh, label. Why? Because it's an ugly is sweater, it huge? and it covers the entire stick. No, 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 stick. no, no, no. See, I, I can find <laughs> the humor in that. You know what I mean? It's... <laughs> I can definitely find the humor bruh, in that. Bruh, it is. And it's got Mario and Luigi on the oh, front of see, it, man. I, yeah, I can dig that. You know, I just don't like the ones, like these BG Myers oh, I yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like they're shrouded in the Pope's robe. You can understand the double entendre with that uh, yes. ugly sweater. Okay. So, My what, number two was uh, the Alec Bradley Magic Toast. I was so thankful to get another one of these, man. That's a good stick. <sighs> it is, man. You know, I think... Alec Bradley has really come up with some home runs this year. Mm-hmm. That Gatekeeper, the Magic, Magic Toast, yes. and then we'll talk about another cigar in a minute that yeah. I really love of yeah, theirs. Yeah. But So what's number three? Number three was the Punch of Diablo again. Okay. Dark cigar. I haven't had one of those in a while. Bruh. And I'll tell you what I did this week. Okay. I intentionally went through the humidor at the Leaf uh-huh. and picked out Every time I went in there, three sticks I've never smoked. That you never smoked. Okay. Yep, That's yep. what I what I did was I went back and I went, you know, I, I usually go in and I walk straight to Hiram Solomon. Then leave Hiram Solomon, walk right over to uh McAuliffe. This time I didn't. I went the other way. What did you get lost? <laughs> yeah. Purposely. Oh, okay. <laughs> Purposely. One of those where I'm gonna go get lost on my own and then I'm gonna find I'm gonna find these Jews. And that's where I picked up that uh Alec Bradley and that punch again. I was like, Yeah, yeah, this is what I need. Well, you know, this is not on my top three, uh-huh. but some of the cigars that I picked this week that I have never smoked before, uh-huh. one of them was the Nub Connecticut. Yeah, I saw that. And it is a uh, very light Connecticut. And I'll tell you what, I I didn't, I was not a big fan of it. It was not a bad smoke. The construction was really good, which, you know, Nub is known for really good construction. Yes, yes. And there's a few Nubs that I like. I'm not a big fan of that short, stubby mm-hmm. cigar, but from time to time, I do enjoy them. Okay. But that Connecticut was real light, and it had a like a hay flavor, mm-hmm. and it, I'm telling you, by halfway through the cigar, my mouth was so dry <laughs> 
that I mean, I was felt like I was in the Mojave Desert oh and I hadn't goodness. had a drink for oh like days. And so that was not enjoyable for me. I got and you, I mean, I, got I know you. that some people like that dry uh-huh. cigar. It it was not enjoyable for me. And All so right. uh, I was talking to Scott and he said, try the Nub Habano, which is that same uh Torpedo, torpedo shape yeah. so i'm gonna try one of those next week and then there was a couple other cigars that i smoked that i hadn't had before mm-hmm. and i enjoyed them but one of the ones well i'll go ahead and tell you uh-huh. was on my pick six this week my number one go ahead. was the alec bradley 2019 rare and fine or had, fine and rare i don't I remember which. That one. dude that is a great smoke and here's the thing uh-huh. it's a 22 dollar stick uh-huh. i bought a second one I smoked the first one, and then the next day, I went back and bought another one. So that tells you where it ranked up on my radar. Bro, I walked in there, and it was 60 degrees. I'm going to walk out, and it's going to be snowing. You snowing. You bought two $22 I sticks. I did, because Jay only had one box, and they uh-huh. only come in a box of 10. Okay. And I was like, I want to get yeah, one before, before they're, they're gone. gone. Oh, okay. And so I don't know how many he has left. I might have to go but, up there and snatch one and dude, try this out. I'll tell you what, it had a very unique flavor profile. Uh-huh. It was like caramel, uh, leather, uh, toffee, okay, salty. You know, I mean, it reminded me of a special profile that doesn't taste like anything else. Kind of like the Padron 1926. Mm-hmm. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, that, that and it, difference, yeah, that difference, and it yeah. blew me away. Okay. I was super excited okay. after I smoked the first one. Now I will say this: I smoked the second one, and it was not as good. But that not the flavor profile, uh-huh. but the construction. Okay, about an inch in. Mm-hmm. There was a porpoise hole about an inch from the burn line. Like I said, a porpoise hole. Dude, it looked like a porpoise hole because it was just puffing out smoke (laughs) rings. And I was like, come on. You've had that happen before. Yes, I have. You get like a burn about that high up. Yeah. And I mean, so once the whole burn caught up to that it was fine but when you pay 22 dollars for a stick you don't want to pull come on man yeah (laughs) so anyway that was my number one out of the three i smoked this week and then number two i had a padrone 6000 maduro you know who else had one who junior oh because ed Ed bought bought him one yeah he gave me one and ed junior one and that was a great smoke i'm always a big fan of the padrone 6000 and you know they have the padrone naturals Uh uh-huh of the 6,000 and the Torpedo. And I almost bought one of those because I've never had one. And I went back and got the Maduro. <laughs> I was like, eh, you know, because like, I'm on this trying new cigars. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, you know what? That's an old favorite. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not going to chance it. You know what you're getting with that Right. One. And then a new cigar that I tried this week was the Cane Connecticut. Hold up. I haven't heard about that one. Okay. It's a good smoke. We got it up there? Yes. Okay. So, you know, I've been on that Cane yeah. Daytona kick. Uh-huh. Great coffee stick. Yep. So, I wanted to try the Connecticut. Didn't let me down. Okay. It's good smoke. Okay. It's, it's light with a little bit of spice. Good, solid construction all the way through. And I was thoroughly impressed. I got two tries. Yeah, you definitely got to yeah. try that. Now, yeah. I want to, we're going to have to find out where I can get one of those sweater cigars. Yeah. I think he has some more coming in. I'm trying to find out where he's getting them from. But he said, well, he, I think he said he's going up there. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, uh, coming up next, we've got Cigar Vixen on the interview. So, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks for hanging through the break, guys. I have a very special guest with us. We have Cigar Vixen. How are you doing today, Delicia? I'm great. How, how are you? We're doing fantastic, and I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I know you're super busy. We've been big fans of what you've been doing for a long time, so we just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for having me on and for thinking of me. Appreciate that. Oh, well, you're most welcome, and uh, this is a big episode. This is our one-year anniversary, and we've uh, definitely had a big growth this year, and we're looking forward to next year. But I want to say we've been a big fan of oh. yours, and one of the things that I love about what you bring to the industry is really first-rate class and a great knowledge of the cigar industry and we love what you do with your top five cigar list uh, the tours that you've been on I just want to say that we're big fans because everything that you do is 100% class Thank you for that. Um, first of all, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. I wish you uh, many years of continued success. And um, thank you for the for the tremendous compliment. You know that that always uh, means quite a bit. You know I, I do appreciate everybody that chimes in and listens and, and comments and participates. I mean it, it's a great industry as you well know, and it's unlike anything else out there. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. So let me ask you this: how how long ago did you start smoking cigars? Let's see. Without completely dating myself, <laughs> um, I can say I started smoking um, right around, well, right about 18 or so, I believe, uh, was my first time I had a cigar uh, with, with family, actually. So it's, it's been it's been a, more than a few years. <laughs> so was it your father or mother who got you to smoke a cigar? Actually, my oldest brother worked in a cigar lounge when I was in high school. So he's um, he's about nine years older than me, and he worked at a really cool lounge down in uh, downtown San Diego. So every chance I'd get, I'd try and sneak in there real quick and kind of. I loved the the aromas that came out of the lounge, and and um, you know at the time he was quite the expert. And and aside from him, my extended family, I have a huge family, so my cousins and uncles and even a couple aunts uh, smoke cigars or continue to smoke actually, but at, at that time they, they smoked and so any family gathering there was always, always you know plenty of spirits and always uh, cigars floating around so that was actually my first time I smoked was at uh, cousin's birthday and um, a big group of them got sicker than a dog but you know <laughs> it was an experience <laughs> right so let me ask you this and I'm sure you probably don't remember but just in case you do do you remember what your first cigar was you know I do actually um, it was a Hampton Court Macanudo, and it was um, the reason I know that is my my uncle slash godfather. I mean, he that's what he liked to smoke, and so they were all outside. This has been this was after a whole day of you know celebrating my cousin's twenty first birthday and golf tournament, not tournament, but playing golf and kind of just hanging out. So after all the afternoon activities, the evening came and it was like they were outside drinking scotch and they were like, hey, you know, come out and have a cigar with us. I'm like, okay, sure. And I didn't know what I was doing. I had been a long day. I smoked that and it, again, I got sick afterwards and you know, they were, they thought it was hilarious. Like, oh, see, you know, you're not, you're not that tough after all. But, um, nonetheless, that actually piqued my interest because I'm like, there's no way it can be shown up. I'm very competitive. You can't tell, um, especially with my family. So that kind of sparked some jokes for, for a while. And, and now, I mean, they, they think it's funny. They're like, remember the first time you smoked? Every time I get together with them, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They kind of hang I, that I've, over uh, your head. <laughs> I've redeemed myself, I think, a little bit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so actually, the first cigar that I had that I that made me love cigars was a Padron. So that was the one that really got me. Which one? To like, oh, okay, this is. It was a 64 anniversary Maduro. Oh, very nice. And it was a little little Principe. 
And um, that one was like, oh, wow. So this is what it's all about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it, kind of, um, that really got me to fall in love with cigars. Yeah, it's great when the light comes on. You're like, wow, I get it now. Oh, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. How long have you been known as Cigar Vixen? Um, well, I, I launched the site and started doing the YouTube videos about, gosh, it's been seven and a half years ago, July of 2012. So. And you've been very successful. And I think a lot of that comes from, in my opinion, because you've done it so classy and you've done your homework. You're not just talking about stuff that you don't know about. You're very educated in the cigar industry. And I Thank think, you. oh, you're welcome. And I think that's one of the reasons that people are drawn to what you do. I mean, really, you're like a pioneer. I mean, there's so many <laughs> followers to come after you. And some of them have tried to walk in your footsteps and do it very similar and then you also have some that go a completely different way and i mean you know they do what they do and i'm not going to knock them because i'm not tearing people down but i think a sure. lot of people respect you because of the education that you've given yourself by doing the work and actually being a part of the community well, thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, at that time when I first started doing it, I, I didn't know, one, I didn't know what I was really doing other than I just enjoyed smoking cigars and I thought it'd be fun to, to talk about it with people. It kind of evolved if you, I don't invite anyone to watch the very early videos because they're terrible, but, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it has been a, quite the evolution of, um, for starters, I mean, I had no equipment. I mean, I was filming with an iPhone. Um, the audio was terrible. The lighting was terrible. I still have... You know, it's been a progression of getting equipment slowly over the years to where it's like now I have a have a pretty pretty good setup. Um, it still needs, you know, there's always room for, for growth in that area. But um, just as far as the education side of it, man, I've been very blessed with, um, again, it's just a great industry. So at the time, I, I really hit the ground running. I mean, I, I was out the first gosh, four to five years of doing Cigar Vixen. I was just out there, um, you know, kind of like, you know, hitting the pavement, if you will, um, just going to different lounges, talking to as many people in the industry as, as I could. And I was fortunate enough to visit and be invited to lots of different factories and farm tours. And that's really where um, the passion itself just grew, because when you get to experience that side of things and you get to visit and see you know, that side of the industry, it's such an eye-opener, and it, it really just developed a whole new level of appreciation and love for cigars, because it's not just the fabulous end result that we all love, it's the passion behind it, the people that are putting, you know, their, their time, and just, it, it's so amazing, and if I could give anyone any type of advice, it would be just get out to see a factory or a farm or both, preferably, because it just changes your, your whole perspective of the industry. It's really, really nice. Well, let me ask you but this. I know um, you've been to several factories. Uh, is there a particular country or origin that you would recommend a first-timer to go? I'm partial to Nicaragua. I, I love Nicaragua for a number of reasons. It's probably more so just because the people themselves, from my own personal experience, have were so warm and welcoming at all the different factories that I've been to. It was kind of a, the same feel, you know, like even though you go to different factories, you go to different places, there's a level of competition, I guess you can say, you know, among you know, certain manufacturers or, or whatnot. But there's also this huge family. I mean, they're just so happy that you're there. And especially, uh, again, being blessed with like these invitations, 
I think people are even more happy, I guess you could say, or welcoming to have somebody that is there with some sort of a media presence or even just filming, even if a, a consumer with their iPhone. It's like they just like the exposure. It's like they want to tell their story. They want to show kind of what they're doing. And that's kind of been the experience I've had. Although I do love the Dominican Republic as well. Cuba was great. Um, it was a wonderful experience. I've been there a couple times. However, it's it's a different feel as far as visiting the factories and even the farms. It's a totally different. It, it's a little more uh, selective as far as what you're shown. They're just not as open to you seeing everything. Whereas if you go to Nicaragua, you go to the Dominican Republic, they're open doors. Um, look at anything you want. You know, please come. You know, touch the tobacco, smell it. You want to, you know, smoke some of it. Great. Let's talk. I mean, it's very open door and you just feel very welcome. And, and that's, that's the impression that I, I had um, personally anyways. Well, I think but, that's um, great advice because that, I mean, depending on what you're looking for on your first trip, I've heard that going to the Dominican Republic, a little more Americanized as far as amenities and yeah. things like that. But if you want to get your hands dirty, so to speak, then Nicaragua mm-hmm. is the place to go. And a friend of mine went down there a few months ago and he was just saying that it was like going down there to an extension of your family because they're that welcoming. And the food. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm a foodie, so I I love the food in Nicaragua. It's, it's incredible. But yeah, the other thing I would say, if you're a first timer and you've never gone, or even if you've been before, um, great way to experience it is through the festivals. I'm a big advocate for the cigar festivals. That is an incredible time. You're you're able to see the best of the best. Everybody's been preparing for these festivals. So there's the the Nicaraguan festival, the Puro Award, which is every January, and then they have the um, Pro Cigar every February. Both of them are incredible. Pro Cigar is uh, a bit bigger. So if you're um, somebody that doesn't mind uh, larger crowds, and um, it, it, I mean, they really go all out. I'm talking, you know, black tie gala at the end of the festival, extravagant oh, really? dinners every night. Oh, it's incredible. Um, highly recommended. And the nice thing is you can kind of customize your tours during the festival. So you can pick and choose. You know, every day, kind of which which factories and farms you'd like to visit. They they really do a great job in organizing both festivals, and the transportation is provided. So you basically just get there, you get your airfare, you, you show up, and then everything is taken care of for you. Oh and that's a great way if you're if you're somebody that's kind of hesitant to making the journey, maybe to um, one of these other countries if you're not sure. Uh, or if you're maybe you're going alone, you know, wh- whatever it is, um, that's a great way to experience it because, again, you get to see these different factories, um, these different farms, and they're ready for you. I mean, they're, they're really, they've been preparing for this, so they're really, it's like, um, what do they call it, you know, when you're, it's, it's like dropping in for a visit with family or they've invited you for a party. I mean, you're, you're just, you're really, <laughs> you know, it, it's such a great time. I, I just, I, I can't say enough kind things about the festivals. They're just great. So well, highly recommend it. Let me ask you this, uh, Delicia. If someone wanted to go to the festival, how do they find out about how to actually go down there during that time? So you can jump on Puro Sabor. I think it's either .org or .com. Or if you just Google Puro Sabor Nicaraguan Cigar Festival, you can find that information. It'll give you their full itinerary. It'll walk you through how to book. You can do all the card options, I believe, if you just want to attend like a couple of the events, or you can do the full package. 
Oh wow! Um, or you can go to you can go to Pro Cigar, and I believe that one is .org as well. But if, also, if you um, if you just type in Pro Cigar Festival, okay. it'll pop up. And that one again is every February. If you're curious what they look like, I do have some videos in the past years that I've gone that kind of I kind of give like little tours of you know what's going on at the festival, which factories, blah blah blah, that kind of thing. If you just want to get a feel for like what it looks like, or how should I dress, or what should I pack, that kind of thing, because you're basically doing daytime. You're doing um, factory tours or sometimes farm tours depending on what you pick and then every night there's a dinner and the Nicaraguan ones are a little a little bit more casual but they're still you, you know you still want to pack you know uh, your Sunday best I guess you could say right. for the the dinners and I mean the amount of food the amount of cigars the amount of entertainment live music it's it's an incredible experience I just again I I, I love it Sounds both like of a them dream. are great um, oh it's I, I tell you what it's some of the best times that I've had and the the Dominican festival is it's a little dressier. Um, they they go a little bit fancier on the on the evening stuff. But the nice thing with that one, they've been doing it longer, so they really have ironed out any little kinks in scheduling and and all of that stuff. So if you're um, if you're somebody, for example, who let's say a married couple wanted to go and maybe um, maybe the spouse doesn't smoke cigars necessarily, but she doesn't mind it. Um, there's things to do. You could do a beach day. You can. Do, I mean, there's there's other options that aren't necessarily if you if you didn't want to do the um, factory tours, for example, you could just kind of hang out at the hotel, or you could opt out of that. You could just do the dinners. I mean, there, there's a lot of different options where you can you can customize, you know, how you want your trip to go, but. It's just a, it's a great time. It sounds like and like it. I said, they provide all the yeah they provide all the transportation for you once you're there, so it's nice. You're selecting from just cigars upon cigars, is what I heard from a friend of mine that went down to Honduras, and that sounds like yeah. just heaven to me. Oh yeah, and you're getting you know boxes of cigars every day. I mean, they're just they, they really it's it's very special. <laughs> I love it. So let me uh, shift gears here. So, like, I understand you go to a lot of the cigar festivals as well? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, gosh, I've been to most of them, I want to say. I know there's there's a few newer ones that pop in and out, but um, most of the, the regular, you know, staple ones I, I've gone to a few times. And, yeah, I mean, it's great to see. It's great to experience. Well, the different, um, I wanted to ask you personally, have you been to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest? I have. How I that? actually... Um, you know, not to pick favorites, but that one is high on my list. I love that one. Um, you know, not to put down any of the other ones because they're, sure. they all are special, but that one to me is the most value for your money for one, because I'm a practical person. You know, we, our hobby of smoking cigars gets expensive. Let's, yes. let's be real. Yes. So when you, when you have all these different things going on, you really want to find, um, not just the most value for your, for your buck, but the the time because a lot of cases a lot of times if you for example if you don't live in Colorado you're making the journey you're getting on an airplane or you're driving far to get out there for this festival you want to maximize and experience as much of it as possible you don't want to spend all day long in line you don't want to um, you know uh, have it cut short or anything like that so that's my only downside to some of the ones let's say like the the Vegas events it's a little bit it's more expensive and you're spending a lot of the time in line and and just not really getting to experience them well for me I think the Rocky Mountain would be great just because I love being in the mountains and if I can smoke cigars in the mountains that sounds like paradise for me it's gorgeous and um what I like about that one is they give you your bag. So you get your ticket. They have just some different ticket options. You get a full bag upon arrival that has all those cigars 
in it already versus some of the other events where you have a ticket book and you have to go around and kind of trick-or-treat and you go to each booth and you get your cigars that way, which again takes up a lot of time. This one, they give you all the cigars. However, they still have the table set up so you can still go around and talk to your favorite manufacturer, buy more cigars if you want, uh, you know, boxes, things like that. They have them discounted for the festival. But you spend a lot of time just smoking and then they have a lot of local uh, craft brews that are out there, barbecue, live music. I mean, it's it's a it's a great time. And a lot of people, if you're into golf, I mean, it's it's at the Omni Interlochen, so they have the um you know the golf course there. So like, if you get up early in the morning and you want to do a round of golf first, you can do that, or the next day, or or whatever it is. But it's a great event. I, I love that one. Yeah, that's the one that I'm really going to try to go to this year, and I don't do this full-time, so I get to go on occasion, so that's the one I want to go to, and I'm in Texas, so if I can go to Colorado in the month of August and get out of the heat here. (laughs) You'll love it. uh, You will love it. (laughs) Yeah, so that's definitely where I'm going to try to go this year. So let me ask you this. You've seen the progression in the industry for women uh, how how has that been part of your challenge or obstacles? I mean, I know you've been in it long enough to where when you first got into it, it was a male-dominated industry. And now we're seeing a change in that direction. I mean, have you seen a big difference from when you started to say now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Instagram, of course, has been a huge um, influencer in, um, in a mostly positive way. I would say it's, it's been an opportunity for a lot more women to come forward and obviously, you know, um, still being a predominantly male-dominated industry, who doesn't want to see a beautiful woman smoking a cigar, put some pictures about it, um, take it a step further, and when that woman can talk a little bit about the cigar, it makes it even better. And there's and there's a, a handful of, of um, other, you know, women smokers that are legitimate smokers. They're, they're doing also something that they love, and, and they're, they're telling their journey. And um, I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of them and, and they're, they're good friends of mine. You know, I, I consider us a, a group of, um, you know, sisters of the least. So oh, it, it's, um, it's nice to see it. I mean, of course there's a, there's a few, and again, I'm not going to say anything bad about them, but there's a few that are, are not maybe doing that for that reason, but that's, you know, everybody does their own thing and that's fine. But, um, yeah, for the most part, it's just, it's great to see it. It's, it. You'll notice it as well as you go to more cigar events. There's a lot more women that are not just attending, but smoking. And, and it's like, to them, it's no big deal. They're like, hey, I've been smoking for years. No biggie to me. While there's still a handful of new ones, then that's, that's great to see, you know, those new smokers feeling more comfortable going into some of these places and a lot more, even cigar lounges, I would say, that are kind of catering and, and switching gears a little bit to not being such a, a boys club to saying, hey, no, we're welcome to everybody and we're going to make our environment, you know, uh, look that way, in other words. So, so that's great to see as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been great. Let me ask you this. Have you done your top five cigars for this year? I'm working on it actually uh, this week. I've, I've narrowed it down and um, I'm getting ready to. I always do my top five release on um, on New Year's Eve for the past, I don't know, five years or so. And um, it's a challenge. I mean, there's a lot of good oh, cigars out there. It's tough. It's, it's like a, it's a love-hate thing I have. It's like, man, I, I, I kind of wish I would have done, you know, a top 10 originally, but I kind of try to keep that same format. So it's, it's difficult to narrow it down to the five, man. There's, there's so many good cigars. Yeah. And I mean, there's only, I always say there's so little time in so many cigars. And so it's oh, really yeah. hard to narrow down 
a top five. I do a top 10. My co-host does a top 10 and we put out a top 20. But even a top 10 is tough because there's so many good cigars you want in that list. And you're like, there's just not room for all of them. I know. It's it's so difficult. (laughs) It really is. When you do a review on a cigar, what's your process? So I normally, um, most of the time the cigars are are sent out, uh, usually, and there's usually more than one. So I I like to try to smoke it at least, I mean, if I have a, let's say a five pack, I'll smoke three and then I'll do a review, you know, after that. But worst case is I'll at least get three of the cigars and try and smoke the first two, just for the sake of the um, the draw and to see how it smokes. And then I, I make notes along the way, so I try and match up my, my first and second, third. Um, all the way through. So that way, when I do the actual review, it's a little smoother. But um, really, I'm just looking for the, the construction. You know, flavor is always subjective. Um, my palate, I have a lot of people that, that chime in and say they have a similar palate, so that I feel confident in kind of expressing, you know, the notes that I feel are, are, are good notes to help that cigar along. Um, but really, I'm just looking at the, the way it's made, you know, how does it smoke? What's the draw like? What's the burn line? And, um, and the price point, you know, the price point has a, it does have a factor in there when there's some that are really, really high priced and they maybe not, aren't, maybe they shouldn't be that, you know, priced that high. Oh, in I other agree. words, with how, how they're, and then there's some that, there's some that the opposite is true. Some of them are like, man, did they price this right? This should be a little bit more. This is a great stick. Yeah, and those are the thing, ones so. I really love. Oh, those are the ones I, I try not to draw too much attention to the fact, <laughs> like, don't change the price on that. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's one of the things that I did. We did a uh, top 10 back in June for the first half of the year. And the price point plays a major part of our selection because we want to sure. do a list that's for your everyday working guy, everyday working woman. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it plays a big part. And there's cigars that are in our list that are anywhere from like 550 all the way up to about 20 bucks. And but nice. I, I'm with you. I, I completely agree that the price point needs to be part of the evaluation. It'd be nice. I mean, you can you can separate those lists and do a top five most expensive <laughs> and things like that because there's plenty of those. But Absolutely. again, some of them are some of them are worth it. Some of them are like, okay, I don't I don't mind paying that for the, for this cigar. Yeah, well, absolutely. Then, I mean, when you but if you're somebody that that does that's never smoked it or you're or you're not as familiar, it it, it, it can be nerve wracking to walk into a humidor and you're like, man, what's going on with this? you know, difference in, in the pricing and what am I going to do? It, it can be overwhelming, I can imagine. Yeah, and I always say that when you're looking at the cigars that are 20 to 30 to $40, those cigars usually are not for your beginner smokers because they're not going to enjoy the complexity as much as someone who's experienced. Because I know the first time I exactly. smoked a Padron 1926, when I got done smoking it, I was like, eh, it was all right. And then as I developed as a cigar smoker, now that's one of my favorite cigars that I smoke on special occasions. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. It's it's kind of like the the same. I make a lot of jokes in my videos about gifting cigars. You know, you you have the different categories of friends. I have them, you know, myself that the ones that come and they're they're very anxious to get a cigar and they don't smoke all of it or they won't, you know, like, "Eh." and those are the ones like you have a special drawer in your humidor for those friends. (laughs) Those are the the, the value sticks, you know, if you will. And then, and then you have the others that are, that they'll appreciate it. You know, they, I have my brother, my oldest brother. It's funny now we joke. He's the one who started out working in a cigar lounge way back when he doesn't, he doesn't work in the industry anymore, but now he jokes. He's like, man, I never thought my little sister would know more about cigars than I do. And he's somebody that, I mean, every time I send him six, 
he he'll send me pictures. I mean, he'll smoke them down to to the point where it's like burning his fingers. He doesn't waste any of it. And he's somebody that it's like, man, any of those really expensive cigars, I'll definitely send to him. Nice. And you know, he'll he'll appreciate it. He'll get all the nuances and he you certainly won't leave a third of it sitting in an ashtray somewhere because that's kind oh, of I know. <laughs> I've had friends that have I taken... Hate, that's the only yes. bad thing about going to the festivals and the, the different cigar things. You just you see the amount of cigars that are wasted and it's like, oh my goodness. Oh, I can't even <laughs> It's <imagine>. heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let me ask you this. As, I mean, you jumped into social media when it was really first taken off as far as the cigar industry is concerned, and you've really led a leadership role in the way social media is done in the cigar industry. What do you see as far as what could be changing or new things to come in the social media realm as far as the cigar industry? I mean, do you see any new trends? Do you see any new opportunities? I mean, there's a lot of people out there trying to figure out what's the next big thing. And I know, you know, no one knows what it's going to be until it gets here. But you were instrumental as far as starting like the Instagram following and stuff like that. So do you have any ideas on what you think is going to be the next wave of social media? Thank you for saying that. Um, you know, to be honest, in the beginning, I, I, I really didn't, I didn't plan it. I just kind of started doing things and I've, I've learned and kind of tweaked and catered my posts, you know, along the way. But I, I would say as far as trends, I mean, there's always the scare that, um, that, that goes on out there that says, you know, they're going to shut down any cigar posts. I know there's been a few people that have, that have talked about having their account suspended and things like that. But I think it's really the type of content that you're putting out there. I, I will say there's a few, um, on Instagram in particular that kind of play with that line of going overboard as far as the content. And then the fact that they're bringing the cigars into that is, makes me a little nervous just because that's kind of one of those red flags of like, Hey, we want to, we want to post the pictures and we want to keep the content, uh, interesting and, and, and get the followers and get the eyes on there, but we don't want to attract, you know, negative uh, right. types of things. So that's, that's kind of like where the only thing I would say about, um, trying to maybe think a little bit and not focus so much on, let me grab the likes and all that. Let's just let's put good content up on there to make sure that we're, we can all continue to, you know, keep posting content. It's a great tool for networking. I mean, it really has taken the place of, you know, getting together for these little smaller networking groups where you used to go in person. And I mean, that still happens, but it's just a, a chance to, I mean, I have conversations all the time with people in different countries that chime in and will ask a question or they'll say, Hey, you know, I, I ordered your calendar or, you know, how do you, what's the cigar lounge here? I'm getting ready to go to London or, or whatever. And it's like, under no other circumstances could you do that. So oh, that absolutely. part I think is great. That's really what I think it's about. And I, I just think we have to be a little more selective as far as the types of type of content that, that we're posting, especially when it comes to cigars. We have, we already have the eyes, you know, looking at us. So it's kind yeah, of one of those things. Where, I agree. I think yeah, that is a concern that most people should take into consideration before they post is, does mm -hmm. this help? or hurt the industry as a whole. Right, right. Definitely a, a subject of, of um, question. <laughs> Absolutely. So speaking of your calendar, you have a new calendar coming out for 2020. Is that correct? I do. I actually, I launched it uh, in October this year. So it's the 2020 Cigar Vixen calendar. And it's a lot of fun. You know, it, it's, it's always interesting getting together and, and shooting, you know, these calendars and, and um Again, I'm very blessed to have each month sponsored by a different cigar company, so it kind of sheds 
some, some spotlight on, on that particular cigar, and I, I like to give a little breakdown as to, you know, what cigar it is I'm smoking and tell a little bit about the company and so people know where to find it kind of a thing. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's fun. I have, yeah. I have Mika in there, my little puppy. She, she made a cameo appearance in one <laughs> month. So. <laughs> well, that's all. well, speaking of family, does your husband smoke cigars? Yes, he does. I have, we have separate humidors, though. So oh. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we do have separate humidors. But, um, no, he's he's definitely a cigar smoker. I think it would be weird if he wasn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. But So I was going to ask, does he? do you catch him getting into your humidor when you're not looking? Yeah, every so often I'll go to look for a cigar, and it's like, hey, do you know what happened to, you know, this particular stick? And it's like, well, I, I you know, I didn't think you were going to smoke it. It's been in there a while. It's like, okay. That's, <laughs> That's called aging. Right. <laughs> no, but I, it's funny. I have I have special drawers, and he knows, like, those are, don't get into the Nice. They're like, those are my special ones. Well, it's funny because I started, my favorite, you know, cigar size to smoke is a Lancero. And it's funny how over the past couple of years, he's like, well, I really like the Lanceros now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I bet you do. But those are, no, those are not. Those are yours. <laughs> those are mine. Right. Well, <laughs> you go back to the Robusto. That's what you always liked before. I'm uh-huh. definitely right there with you. I like the Corona Extra that's a 6 by 46 yes. Any of those sizes, uh-huh. that's really what I love right now. So I heard a rumor yeah. also that you were like, I don't want to offend you, but a coffee snob. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know, it's funny. It's um, I, as much as I love cigars, uh, coffee is actually the, the, the real, you know, I don't want to say bigger passion, but I mean, I, I couldn't survive without my, my coffee. So, I'm right there with um, you. Oh, my gosh. And it's funny. I mean, I always just assumed that it was the natural pairing with a cigar because I always did that. And I always I would see people, you know, do that as well. Like you have your morning cup of coffee, you have a cigar, afternoon, you know, espresso or something, and you have a cigar with it. It just is a, it's a, to me, it's a no-brainer type of pairing. I mean, it just goes so well together. And um, I have to admit that journey also took some, some evolving because in the, in the beginning stages, you know, when I was younger and I drank coffee, I didn't pay attention to it. I mean, I, now that I look back, it's like, man, how did I drink some of that? Oh, well, see, what's funny is I never drank coffee until after I started smoking cigars. And once I started pairing cigars with coffee, I fell in love with coffee. And now it changes your life. Oh, (laughs) it does. I mean, it's like first thing in the morning, I got my coffee and I am the guy that like grinds his own coffee and my coffee maker makes it at 205 degrees. And so I'm very particular. And the funny thing is, I started drinking coffee at my local cigar shop, and they just happened to have amazing coffee. So I never drank. Oh, great. I never drank bad coffee. So the first time I went by a convenience store because I was wanting some coffee, I was like, "Holy crap! How does anybody drink that?" Oh yeah. Oh well, that's the thing that's so funny. It's like, man, you get. Well, I tell you how they drink it. I mean, most people they they mask the coffee with so much sugar and cream that you're not tasting the coffee anymore. It's just a warmed up caffeine, you know. For, for function and you know that, that's all right but when it's kind of like anything it's like when once you have a really good cigar it's hard to go back to if you were somebody that was just smoking like i don't know the, uh, i'm not even going to say branding but you know right, the, right. the uh the, the not premium sticks that were out there you know that maybe people smoked in their in their younger days but um same thing with coffee it's like once you have good coffee you, you just it, it ruins your day to have a bad coffee oh, it really I, does I and I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're particular with your with your grind and your water temperature, I can't tell you. I mean, it makes such a big difference. The, the type of grind, the way you're brewing it, and the water temperature is huge. 
Um, so to answer your original question, yes, I, I am a bit of a coffee snob to the, to the point where I actually, um, I, am, I am selling coffee now. I, I developed a, a roast, um, three different ones actually that I liked. It took me a while. It was it was definitely a passion project that I've been secretly working on for the last couple of years. Oh, nice. Um, um, yeah, so I actually launched the website, uh, gosh, I think it was right around the same time as the calendar. So like September or October of this year, I launched, uh, it's Tasso's Coffee by Delicia.com and it's. It's very simple. I mean, there's only three different offerings as of now. I have one size, and I only offer whole beans. Oh, it's nice. a specialty coffee. Yeah, just because, you know, I mean, I, I had some questions like, are you going to get this in a Keurig? And it's like, no, I'm, I'm not. Thank you. Gonna... Thank you. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you could certainly get the little pre-done Keurig cups and grind it and put it in there, and that would be fine. But, you know, it's, yeah, yeah that, that it's, it's definitely for, for yeah, it's, it's a coffee for but for people who love coffee, I mean, that is really what it is. So, so do you um, have very a selective Sumatra? with, them. you know what, not yet. I, I do have a Sumatra in the works. I haven't found the right roast. That okay. I, I've been playing with that one, but I have, I have a Guatemalan. I have a Yirgacheff from Ethiopia. And then I have a blend, an espresso blend that's um, Latin American. It's a perfect one for espresso. I, I actually just recently invested in a, in a nice espresso maker. I was doing the, the old school espresso for for so long in the little mocha pot, which I still like it, but you know I figured it was time to time to step up and get an actual espresso maker. Um, Very nice. I love Guatemalan sorry? coffee, so I'm going to have to make an order for sure. You know what? Um, yeah, absolutely. Let me know uh, your address. I'd be happy to send you one oh, to well, try thank it out. You. Um, especially knowing that you're a, that you're going to properly brew that thing for sure. Oh yes. <laughs> So let me ask you this: yeah, if no, it's, um, the it's listeners great. want to order some of your coffee, how would they find your website? Where where do you offer the coffee at? So they could jump onto it's Tassa's Coffee by Delicia, and that's T A Z A S. So Tassa's like um, Spanish for coffee cup. Okay. Um, coffee by Delicia, and they can actually find the calendar on there. I, I made it. I added it this year to that site so that you could just do kind of like one stop shopping because you can also get the calendar on cigarvixen.com, but the coffee is solely on Tassas by Delicia. Okay. So, um, yeah, so they could jump on there. Um, it's freshly roasted, so it takes a couple of days to, to get the order sometimes, but it's because it's it's not sitting in a in a warehouse anywhere. It's, it's, it's fresh. I'm yeah, really we big don't, about it. We don't, want it sitting, we don't want it sitting in a warehouse forever. We, we want it freshly uh, roasted. Yeah, I, again, I can't tell you. It's like I had – it's funny because my parents are both, you know, coffee drinkers, and I had to explain to them, like, no, guys, you know. <laughs> You're getting like the Folgers from Costco, and it's like, hey, no offense, but come on, like you're, you're killing me here. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I can't drink your coffee. So I, I like, and every time I go to my dad's, I bring coffee. I'm like, well, now <laughs> I, I have him. I yeah, it's like it's it's so funny. It's like, and and it's true because once they do that, they're like, oh wow. I'm like, yeah, I told you, it makes a difference. Yeah, it's it's night and day. So, uh, I know that you're very busy, and I know you have other things to do, so I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the show, and again, if anybody wants to find Cigar Vixen, it's CigarVixen.com, correct? Yes, it is. And, yeah, and social media, Cigar Vixen as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody knows where you are on social media already. <laughs> But I uh, just want to say thank you again for so much for taking the time to come on. It's a real honor to have you on the show. And uh, we look forward to having you back sometime in the future. And is there anything else that you have coming up? I mean, I didn't know you did coffee. Do you have any other entrepreneurial uh, activities going on in the future? <laughs> you know, not as of now, but that doesn't mean that there won't be something, God willing. We'll see. But um, no, for now, I'm, I'm, I'm good with the, with the cigars and the coffee. And uh, I know that you're also a Macalla fan, so when you get that 
that Guatemalan, you know, coffee in there. Definitely pair it with that Matafina, you know, grande oh, gold. It's a great I will, morning. I will do that. Yes. I'll tell you what's funny that's is. My, that's my go-to morning one. <laughs> my my go-to cigar, and all my listeners know this, is the Medallia by McAuliffe. Have you had that oh, one? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, it's you know, the, the newer size or the or the original? No, I go with the newer size, which is the Corona Extra 6x46. That cigar isn't is that, perfect. Isn't that special? I love that, yeah. I'm a big fan of the Leyenda. The Leyenda is, um, man, that, that cigar, I try not to smoke it too often because it's one of those, you know, up there with the Padrones where it's like I don't smoke them very often on purpose because I want to keep them special, but I love the Leyenda. But for the everyday, the Grande Gold line is like, man, I Oh, the yeah. Matafina, I'm telling you, you'll, you're going to mark my words with that when you pair it with the Guatemalan. It's so good. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is my favorite two cigars on the uh, Grande Bold line is the Matafina and the Sumatra. And that's probably oh, yeah, mine too. Mine I love too. them with coffee. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Man after my heart. I, I can't agree more. <laughs> yeah, great pairing. In fact, I uh, interviewed Al McAuliffe just earlier this week, and he said to tell you hello. Oh, how's he doing? Oh, he's doing fantastic. You know, he's just like, you know, when, you, when you're in the same room with him, you have a smile on your face. He's just that kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's such a class act. I mean, he's just a sweetheart. Um, I, I love that guy. He's, he's wonderful. Their whole team is, is fantastic. They but do Al, have a great Al is team. very special. Yeah, and actually, yeah, uh, I don't know if you know Dan Thompson very well. I do, yeah. Okay, well, we had Al McAuliffe, Dan Thompson, Amanda McAuliffe, and Sam there. Oh, uh, we had a great show. It was basically a McAuliffe extravaganza, and we talked about what they're doing as far as trying to help the boutique cigar industry with PredX. And so we're big fans of that whole team. And as we always say, yeah. it starts at the top with Al McAuliffe, and it just filters all the way down. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, they're 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 really a, a great group of people, and um, again, I've been blessed. They're they're very generous with their time with me, and and they're just I consider them, you know, very close friends, and they're just they're really good people. Yeah, so, uh, really I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'll have to listen in for that show. I'd like to hear that. that. That's really nice. Yeah, we just released that one. That was episode 56. Uh, the episode that you're on is 57. And uh, okay. the other thing I have to ask you is, do you have an ambassador coin? Oh, of course. I have, um, I'm an advocate for their, their ambassador program. I have their, the link on my Instagram for people to sign up as well. It's a awesome. great, it's, you know, talk about pioneers. I mean, they, they really, um, stepped outside the box with that program and they're just, um, I mean, they're constantly, um, I, I always tell them this, but it's, it's like for being a newer company, you know, not, not the history, the history of their cigars has been there for quite some time, but as a company, they're, they're somewhat new and it's like, man, they just see the ground running and I couldn't be happier to see like their success, but that the ambassador program is just um, such a great idea. Yes. Yeah. And and such a good way to just get, you know, other smokers to just hang out and kind of, you know, virtually hang out and and have the little, um, you know, the group on Facebook and you can just, you know, get on there and chit chat with other people that you, uh, you're, you're probably smoking, you know, the similar cigars or the same cigar, you know, um, yeah, most likely. I've so actually it, made a lot of friends through program. that Facebook group. And so I'm very appreciative of everything that they do. So absolutely. absolutely. Well, Hey, thank you so much again for coming on and uh, we wish you much success. Have a Merry Christmas and a great new year. And we look forward to seeing what you do thank, next. Thank you so much again for having me on and Merry Christmas to you all as well. Thank you. Keep up the great work. I appreciate it. You have a great week. Thank you. You as well. All right. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, welcome back. I uh, hope you enjoyed the interview with Cigar Vixen. We're just very thankful for her to come by and be on our anniversary episode. She's a class act, yes. and she has really led the way, pioneered for women in the industry of cigars. Most definitely. Her her ability and her knowledge yeah. is unmatched. And, you know, she, through the years, she's really educated mm-hmm. herself and, uh, you know, just much respect for her. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, anyway, let's get to this week's giveaway. Yes, sir. And if you're not already registered with Cigar Talk, go by our website, which is CigarTalkPodcast.com. And all you got to do is put your name in, hit your email address in, boom, that's all you got to do. And we give something away every week, even if it's just advice. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. We don't give away advice. We charge for that. Yeah, yeah. So, no, but this week we're giving away a Bovetta Butler. Yes, sir. A Bovetta Butler. You know I'm huge on that product. Most definitely. You put it in your humidor, you sync it with your phone, and you always know how your humidor is performing. And I'll tell you what I really like about it is it will send me an alarm Mm -hmm. if it's too low or too high. And it doesn't just say what the humidity is. It also tells you what the temperature yes, is. Yes, sir. And that's a very important part of the whole maintaining mm-hmm. quality cigars. And, you know, if you're putting five sticks or 50 sticks, you want to keep them humidified in the right temperature because it's an investment. I, I was just getting ready to it's say that. It's not cheap an investment. to smoke cigars. Uh-uh. It's an investment. And you don't want to waste your investment. You want to take care of it. And like you said, quality smokes deserve attention. And this gives you the quality of attention that you need to make sure that your sticks last, that they are good when you get get them out, and that you have an enjoyable uh, experience with what you have. Absolutely. So anyway, this week's winner is Omari Smith. Hey, Omari, got you a Bavetta Butler. I'm going to send you an email to let you know you won, and you'll need to send me your address, and we'll get that shipped out. Uh, Due to the holidays, I'll try to, as long as you get your email address to me, I mean, your mailing address to me pretty quickly, I'll try to get it out before the holiday. If not, it'll be coming after the holiday. So anyway, let's talk for a minute about Cigar Talk. (laughs) 100%. We've been doing this show now for one year. Yes, sir. And it's been a heck of a journey. Yes. We've met a lot of incredible people. We've had a lot of great guests on the show, you know, coming to mind. You know, we talked about Brent and Camilla. Yes, sir. Uh, We had Jake on the show, which is not your everyday cigar smoker, but one heck of a guy. Mm -hmm. Mike Rosales. Yes, that was a great interview. Dude, that was a great interview. That was a great one. And then uh, we also had the guys, uh, I believe it was uh, John and Scott from Warfighters. Warfighters, yeah. Yeah, we had those guys on. Blanco. Blanco. We had yes. David on. And then don't forget, we had Coach, Coach Brickland on. I was just getting ready to say, that, I those mean, Cleansing Rings. It's Yeah, I mean, a three-time, no, three-time? Or two, two times. Wait, no, two times. Two times. Three-time uh, ACC champions. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we had last week Al McAuliffe uh this week we've got Cigar Vixen I mean we've got to really have a great time meeting so many great people so if talking to Hiram and Solomon's GM and it's just the people we've met because of this show this year has been enormous yeah and I mean we talked to Glenn Luke from Cigar Rights of America America. we talked to Storm Bowen from Cigars for Warriors. Warriors We talked to David from Hireman Solomon. I mean, these guys are the guys who run the industry. And the information, the wisdom, the knowledge, 
everything that they passed on through Cigar Talk was a blessing. It was a true blessing because a year ago, we didn't see this. We was just sitting in there in the shed arguing about Madden. <laughs> well, we weren't arguing. Oh, yeah, you we were go. getting your feelings hurt because no, I bruh. spanked it. No, bro. You know what I'm saying. You no, remember. Bruh. No, bro. You remember how you used to go home like in tears? Never in tears. Only thing I got mad well, about I know, was the glitch. I know, I know you were crying once you got in your vehicle. Uh, no, this ain't Friday. <laughs> Maybe it's Friday after next. <laughs> so... Anyway, hey, so you know what I want to talk about also? First of all, we want to say thank you to the Patreons. Yes, sir. Patreons have made a huge difference in the show. They've allowed us to upgrade our equipment. And right now we are working on new equipment, which will allow us to do high quality video. So we'll be stepping into that realm as we upgrade some other equipment. But we've also started doing something that's just for the Patreons. Yes, sir. And that's called the After Show after show so basically let me tell you how that works basically we smoke a cigar while we do the first show mm -hmm. then afterwards we decompress from the show and we record it and we just talk bs yes like if we're hanging out in the back room at the lounge it is the true essence of me and rob in the shed yeah you might not want to know <laughs> us that well true True. Uh, but we talk about sports, we talk about politics, Everything. we talk about whatever. And, Everything. you know, the things that like really get stuck in my craw, we don't talk about that on Cigar Talk. No. But we do talk about that on the Afterwards, after show. Yeah. So if you want to know what gets me hot, what gets me excited, <laughs> what, you know, makes me happy, what pisses me off, the after shows where you find that information. Tell the truth. Tell and the that's truth. for the Patreons of the Toro level. And oh, the Robusto. Robusto yeah. So if you're a member of the Robusto or the Toro, you get access to the after show. Yes, sir. And so we just want to say thank you to all those guys that take care of us. It's been uh, just humbling experience. And so thank you. Uh, but anyway, what I want to talk about that wasn't planned on the show was, have you seen the movie The Irishman yet? Not yet. Dude, how could you not see that show yet? Work. Man, well, you know what? You've got to put that on your schedule because let I me am. tell you something. That is the best cigar movie. In fact, you know what you need to do? What's that? You need to come over here and watch it so that you can smoke while you watch while it. While I'm watching it, dude. Because okay. that just makes the movie. When you see these gangsters, mafia <laughs> guys smoking cigars and you're smoking a cigar, boom, lights out. That's aura of cigars anyway. Yes. The, that underworld. Well, you know, you, people, know people, you, you say that, though, but back in the bad. 40s and 50s and even the 60s, lots of guys smoke cigars. You, yes. You know what I mean? It's yes. like the boom is reoccurring now, but that's what all those guys smoked was Everybody. cigars. Everybody. And they had, as we do, great quality cigars. They didn't have as many boutiques as we have now. Oh, well, yeah, they didn't have boutiques mm -mm, because but, they were all coming out of Cuba. Cuba. Yeah. Oof. But anyway, uh, I hope that you guys, if you haven't heard some of our older episodes, go back and listen, because we, we really talk to a lot of great people mm -hmm. in the cigar industry, and you're not going to want to miss some of those interviews. And we've got some really good interviews coming up over the next few weeks. We just appreciate that you would tune in and hear the show. That's what we do it for. It's, it's about the fans. It's about getting information out to the community. And you, t you said today... Since you started Cigar Talk, 
we haven't played Madden not once. Right, not once. <laughs> not once. You know, I, I want to say probably one time in the summer, uh-huh. I cranked up the PlayStation and I played an old game, Tiger Woods Golf. Okay. Because it's a one-player game. Yeah, yeah. And so I played that probably for about three days. I don't know what was going on, but I was just like, you know what? I haven't played games in forever, yeah, so I played yeah. some golf. But what's cool is it's a slow game, and I can smoke cigars. Most definitely. You know, when we played football, not happening. you're not smoking a cigar. Not happening. <laughs> so anyway. Well, hey, guys, that's going to wrap it up for our anniversary episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, we're probably fixing to uh, pour some drinks, and then we'll start up with the after show. So until next week, keep smoking.